Welcome to Spooky North. It's like a regular episode of Vernon North, but cursed. Creepy Caroline shares poisonous plants. Don't worry, the antidote is blessed pumpkin bread. Sacred cedars and true love by nearly dead Dan. Welcome to Spooky North. Thanks to me, Ruthless Randy, for almost stumbling on that part. Here's Caroline. <laughs> Great job, Randy. You did really okay. That's how I feel. Nailed it. Uh, friends, friends, friends. There's huge news. I'm really excited. We have to we have to start the episode out on a high note. Dan, tell us your big news in your life. Oh, I got engaged. Yay! Right. That's right, everyone. He is officially off the market for good. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yay! Con- congratulations. I'm very thanks, excited. Thanks. I like your fiance. <laughs> She's pretty cool. She's way cool. She's too good for you. Don't tell her that. I think the, the best part... <laughs> yeah, no, she is. The best part, I didn't tell you guys this before, but I proposed to her with a beat ring. <laughs> what did you do? Proposed yeah. with a piece of beat? No, it's like a it's like a, a ring. ring. It's like a ring, but it has like a beat. Uh, it's like a little miniature beat is like attached to it. I bought it on Etsy for like five bucks, but she was cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, Dan? It was the thought that counts wasn't like a senses. beat from like Mario Two from the original <laughs> NES. Yeah, you picked it up off the ground. You threw it at a little weird yeah, uh, mass gremlin threw dude. It at like a little mushroom person. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to change topics so fast because that guy's been in the news recently and I don't want to talk about it. Mario? Uh, moving right along. Moving oh, right President along. Toad. Stool. It's a spooky episode and I'm not letting you go there. It's so <laughs> scary. Terrifying. Uh, so, friends, it is Halloween time. This is the Halloweener episode. Do you guys have costumes picked out? I, I don't do that. Don't this year. Oh, okay. What do you well, have? Uh, we're going to be Judge Judy and Officer Bird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, the best couple's fantastic. outfit. Yeah, I love it. We oh. uh, have gone as I will be Han Solo and my husband is usually Chewbacca. We've done that a few times because mm-hmm. uh, I have a sweet blaster and I got him like a Chewbacca onesie. If it's easy, I can get him to do it. If it's involved, he's not into it. That's how it goes. Uh. Uh, but I wanted to make Lana one of those scary dog spiders, which I thought was very What funny. if you make her R2-D2? That sounds like a lot of crafting I'm not willing to do. Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen the little Yoda costumes for, like, kitty cats, Send which people. are really funny because their paws turn into the feets. Yeah. And they just, like... Like waddle around. Yeah. I realize, like, like the gesture I'm making. <laughs> yeah, no one can hear. No, no one, no one caught it. But it's it's cute. Look up cats and Yoda costumes. You'll thank me. I got a Yoda costume for my old dog Brimley. Oh, that was pretty cute. He was Yoda. the biggest Yoda. <laughs> I think Geek had a pretty big costume set for dogs, actually, for large Larger dogs. Than life. Yeah. I should check it out. And uh, Ginger has a Wonder Woman outfit this year. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nope. She has a. It's pretty cute. She's a baby. We just had, uh, maybe you'll be into this, Dan. This is part of why I'm not ready for October. Uh, We've been out of our house for like 19 days straight because they were installing brand new hardwood floors. Oh, sick. Hickory, grown in Wisconsin. Nice. Common grade. So there's tons of really beautiful striations and color variations and knots. What kind did you go with? Did you go with like the just like straight up wood planks they just throw in there? Or is it like a snap together kind of thing? 
Or like a tongue and groove thing. Uh, I think it's tongue and groove. Yeah. We didn't do the install. We just did the demo and then we paid pros to do it and to finish actually it. put it in. Yeah. yeah. Dude, but good choice. Hardwood floors are so the best wood floors. Come over to my house. Come see my hickory. Oh, they're very out. nice. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Them. So uh, since this is a Halloween episode, I'm going to mention it. I know we have international listeners, both of you. Um, <laughs> but there's this cool thing. That was thing. just me when I went on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> He's been traveling <laughs> all over. <laughs> Dan's a globetrotter. Uh, okay, so in Minneapolis, there's this really cool puppet theater that does this bare bones play this spooky halloween play every year so i'm gonna have uh some other adults go to this spooky puppet show with me it's got like aerialists and fire jugglers and live music and a brass band and pretty cool it's really as puppets yeah, it has uh, colossal yeah. puppets. It's it has like twenty foot tall puppets, lifelike human sized puppets, lifelike human sized skeleton. I think was it last year they had a skeleton that like they had to, you know, it was the, the like the ropes and stuff to control the puppet were like going up into a tree. Wow! Like the thing was like fifty feet tall. Or it was something. huge, it's massive. A couple massive of years ago, thing. they had a, like a, a puppet plesiosaur and a and a triceratops. Yeah, and they were skeletons. It was amazing. It's pretty such a, impressive. Okay, so it's I love going cool. to this thing every year. It is totally this like grungy local thing that is so creative and so uh, I don't know. They they just do a really good job of being inclusive to to everybody. Mm. They do a great job. So mm. I'm going to that. Uh, that's my free pitch to Bare Bones Puppet Show. Google it. Watch some old well shows done. on YouTube, and you will be pretty amazed at this awesome it's almost like in the same vein as like claymation sometimes when you see it like it's funky it's a little spooky it's way more creative than i can be so i just dig it anyways come over after that we'll have some cocktails and look at the hickory sounds good (laughs) because we're exciting adults Woo! <laughs> so scary. So scary. So scary. Okay, well, we're we are drinking and we're eating uh Dan's pumpkin bread. So, we're starting yeah. with an Oktoberfest because it's October. And I know Oktoberfest just finished in Germany. I had friends that went to Oktoberfest in the real place. I'm So this confuses me every single time, but uh is it true that Oktoberfest ends before October? If you know the answer, write to us at Burnett North Team. At <laughs> like it's Gmail. a September thing, right? I didn't look it up. I think it's like the end of September. I will yeah. say like most that I go to, like the ones that try to take it pretty seriously are at the end of September. Never yeah. really in October. Yeah. If they're in October, it's usually like a brewery is like getting around to it and they mm-hmm. forgot or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's time for Oktoberfest. Well, last <laughs> week I went to an Oktoberfest festival. Um, there's a place a in Fest. North- Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. <laughs> in Northeast, in a big tent, and there's an Oompa band, like this polka band. band, and they they were playing hilarious covers in in Oompa style with the with the accordions and mm. and the brass and stuff. So it and it was all kind of you know typical American butt rock, but done with accordions. I was laughing so hard. I was like, do you know what the song is? Here it is. It was really good. And then you drink Mars and beers, and you drink. Doppelbox, you drink all of the German style beers out of giant steins. You have to bring your own stein or you have to buy a stein. Sounds pretty good. It was 
a blast. It was really good. So that's why we're starting with the Oktoberfest that Dan brought over. Cheers. Hooray. Do, do, do. It is not local. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. It's local to Costco. <laughs> um. <laughs> really, really high end, Dan. Yeah. It's imported. <laughs> From Germany? <laughs> yeah. Through Costco? Yeah. Mm, that was really good. It's very spooky. Uh, spooky I like that Oktoberfest beers uh, have some bite to them. Yeah. yeah. They're good. Yeah, they're good. I like that they have a... a very malty. A maltier flavor than usual. It's a malty beer. But it ends abruptly. It doesn't linger. On the palate, if you will. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> we're not going to talk too much about Oktoberfest. We're going to get into these pumpkin bars, man. They're looking at me. Yeah. So in, in case you, you guys can't see, yeah, in case you can't see, we know you can't see. You're blind. When Unless we start can. recording this, we're around a table and there's this plate of treats in the middle of the table and we have to like wait until we get to the part where we talk about the treats before we can eat them. So it's like, <laughs> I'm just sitting here staring at these like pumpkin bread bar things and they're like glazed with... A sugary thing over them. Mm, pretty they're good. so good. Dan, you make good pumpkin bread. Mm. I gotta be honest, I didn't make the pumpkin bread. Who made them? <laughs> uh, my fiance's boss. Your fiance's boss. This is a shout out to Meg. If you ever listen to this podcast, thank Meg, you for the pumpkin bread. Meg, your pumpkin bread is spooktacular. It's awesome. And you're washing it down with Oktoberfest. Mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Mm, 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 mm. Did you did you tell the boss like or let him know like this will be on a podcast. You should listen. No. no. <laughs> you should at least let, let her, her know. know. Like we talked about your bars on the podcast and they are super damn good. World famous pumpkin bread. Okay, so this pumpkin bread is maybe the texture of pound cake, but it's cut into like four inch squares. So you're just like <laughs> fisting pumpkin cake into your face. And it's rad. <laughs> it's I, I so good. I won't like pumpkin pie is like my favorite pie. Of the pies, mm-hmm. and like this is like the right amount of pumpkin flavor, yep. like kind of akin to a pumpkin pie flavor. Yeah, squash tastic. Yeah, exactly. Not too sweet, but like sweet enough when that like glaze on top. Oh, Whoa. yeah. Sells it, and it's so moist. <laughs> it's so moist. <laughs> I like how you say it with a mouthful of juice, Randy. <laughs> Uh, flammy, flammy throat or juicy mouth. Take a pick. If we didn't lose all of our <laughs> listeners last episode, those of you still with us, hey, you're all right. We'll try to keep the phlegm to a minimum this time around. <laughs> spooky minimum. I wanted to share a spooky recipe that I came across lately. Okay, I'm a little. This afraid. is for butternut squash. Terrifying. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> so. Imagine that this is like the simplest butternut squash soup recipe, right? Okay. You cut the thing in half, Mm -hmm. drizzle it with olive oil and salt and pepper if you feel like it. And then you roast it in the oven for like an hour. Sometimes. What what temp? An hour and a half. Uh, I don't know. Every time I did, this is kind of fun. This This is is a terrible recipe. recipe. This is the worst recipe. You don't even know the oven. I Google it every time. I'm like, (laughs) what temperature to roast butternut squash? It's like 400, <laughs> something like that. It's a ballpark it. 
You can't really go wrong. The same temp you cook a frozen pizza at. Yeah, you just cook it until it's done, right? So if it's 400, if it's 350, whatever, just before you take it out, give it the old toothpick test. The old toothpick test. You know, like it's, you're like you're baking a cake. But anyway, so... Pro tip, toot toot. You throw this butternut squash in the oven for an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Take it out, you scoop out the flesh, and then, uh, you know, kind of like a zombie... You know, Ooh. where their flesh scoops out. Way to try and I don't know who's relevant. scooping the zombie flesh out, but <laughs> yeah, trying to make it relevant. <laughs> anyway, so you scoop out the flesh from this butternut squash. You put it in a bowl. You use like a stick blender, chum it up, pour it in a can of coconut milk, <laughs> and then Hold put on. on some curry Hold powder. On. Did you just say chum it up? Chum it up. Yep. With a stick blender. I've only heard chum in reference to like bloody bait fish like that you throw for fish. sharks. You chum thusters. <laughs> well, what can I say? It could be used for that too. What you know? can I say? Chum. Butternut squash shark bait. Thanks, chum. Chum. <laughs> chum Lee. Okay, anyway, so you blend the butternut squash yeah. and you kind of simmer it or like heat it up with a can of coconut milk and some curry powder. And you just kind of like, I don't know, I just like always put some oh, in yeah. each time. Pumpkin, it's fantastic. Pumpkin. Three like, ingredients. Buttercup squash, butternut squash with coconut and curry is a bombshell. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's fantastic. I get the the coconut curry with chicken spice level three at Amazing Thailand, and it's my favorite food in the whole world, I think. Yeah, Thai curry is pretty bomb. When I was a kid, it was spaghettios. Now I've grown up, and it's Thai curry. <laughs> and that's a restaurant, right? Not just how you describe Thailand in general? Uh, Yes, correct. <laughs> correct. But I, I would call it I've never been Thailand. to Thailand before. I Maybe all of the curries are amazing. It's pretty cool. Burden North trip to, to Thailand circa 2019. <laughs> Make a note. Ish? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a great treat. Thank you so much, Meg. So good. Too bad Dan had to ruin it with a soup recipe. Stupid. Uh, Dude, I ate some of that soup uh, before I came over today. (laughs) It was good. And I made it like a week ago. It stays. (laughs) I believe you. It's got good staying power. (laughs) We're going to change subjects. We're bringing it back to Halloween. Dude. Cue the spooky music, Randy. Are you, are you playing spooky music yet? Yep. <laughs> that's Mario. Okay, I, that's the spooky Mario music now. <laughs> okay, I wanted to talk about spooky plants. So there's lots of plants in the world that are toxic and poisonous and used mm. to kill people at oh different God. points in history. Oh, they're so wicked. I tried to order Evil gardeners I know I tried to I tried to order this book Called Wicked Plants By Amy Stewart She's mm. also the author Of The Drunken Botanist oh. uh, But it didn't come In the mail Quite yet I ordered it too late mm. So this is Three plants That I chose to research Independently Of this book That I want But they're all Spooky Poisonous plants mm. So Here we go Hope you're ready uh, let's start with Deadly Nightshade. Atropa Belladonna. Mm. Ooh, Belladonna. <laughs> so the reason why it has the name Belladonna is uh, 
Bella is a word for beauty. Mm-hmm. Belladonna. Women Beautiful would, Donna. W- women would use <gasps> this plant cosmetically sometimes. Oh. I'll get to that. I'm going to start with telling you that this is... On their last day alive. <laughs> well, sometimes. <laughs> uh, so this plant is historically mostly around Europe. It, that's its native range. Uh, it's an herbaceous plant with these purple bell trumpety flowers mm. and purple berries. And mm. it grows to be like maybe five feet tall sometimes, but Ooh. the fruits hang just about at children's eye level. <laughs> oh. uh, the po- the reason why this plant is poisonous is because it contains a group of, of uh, chemicals called tropane alkaloids. <laughs> That's one of the products that it makes. So you ingest these alkaloids and it drives your system crazy. Your symptoms. (laughs) In a very spooky way. In a spooky way. Symptoms are a red face, dry mouth, dilated pupils, a quickened pulse. Sounds like they've... Heart arrhythmia, tremors, hallucinations, (laughs) paranoia, and cramping. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Save for the cramping, I'll take the rest. <laughs> uh, so these tropane alkaloids uh, in high doses are no good, but in lower doses have been used to dilate pupils. So hmm. in medieval times, ladies who wanted to look fancy and doe-eyed with big, beautiful pupils would maybe rub part of this plant on their face to make their eyes like their their pupils really big. Oh God! Yeah, and glossy, and make them look beautiful. Hence the name Belladonna. <laughs> yeah. Well, the medieval times were weird. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the roots contain the most poisons, but the whole plant contains it. Okay. So no part is okay. Adults can handle like ten to twenty berries of the purple berries off. Of oh, the plant. that's I can eat ten berries. Maybe yeah, I, I could. Maybe I, would just ha- I could probably nine. handle it. I would eat nine and stop because ten okay. to twenty will kill you. Okay. Uh, but children, nine and a half, children maybe. only need a couple of berries, and they're kind of sweet flavored. So, ooh, ooh spooky Frankenberry. Uh, <laughs> apparently, according to a book called The History of Scotland, Macbeth. Used the nightshade to poison an army of Danes who invaded <coughs> Scotland. Oh. So spooky. He poisoned a whole army. Well, maybe he was like, hey, you guys, here's some friend berries. <laughs> be sure to have at least 10 to 20. Have <laughs> half more than nine. <laughs> 20 is better. Have as many as you like, but make sure to Wait, share. Wait, did you say adults can handle 10 to 20? Adults, the the toxic dose for an adult human is between ten and twenty. Oh, okay. So, so he he probably gave them fifteen. He probably gave them all twenty. Like, why would you Just want? To be safe. You don't want survivors anyway. This <laughs> who who only had nineteen. Come on, you guys. <laughs> you don't want to be 20. rude and like not taste. You know the treats that they make for you. <laughs> Damn it, Kevin. You screwed this up. You don't even die right. Kevin, you're letting us down. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This Eat the berries. This plant is don't spook. Eat the berries. Don't eat the berries. Never eat. Okay. Disclaimer. Never <laughs> yeah. eat anything you don't know what it is. I don't know how many times when people I'll be out on a hike and people will be like, oh, you know about plants. Uh, can we eat this berry? I'm like, I don't know. Don't eat it. 
Just don't eat it. You don't have to eat the berries that you find in the woods. Don't. Just don't. Like, don't worry about it. Don't eat mushrooms. Don't eat berries. Just don't. In the woods unless you're with somebody who knows way more than you or me. Bear grills, for instance. Yeah, if you're with... You need to drink pee and eat weird berries. (laughs) Be with bear grills. Be prepared to drink your own pee if you're foraging for berries in the the woods. Gross. And you're not 100%. Spooky and gross. Okay, so that plant, <laughs> nightshade, is in the family Solanaceae. Other famous family members of this group are the trumpet flower, potatoes, tomatoes, tomatillos. Uh, actually, Randy has a, a trumpet flower in his living room right now. Don't eat any part of it, my friend. You might accidentally <laughs> poison yourself. Your your pet your, your pets don't right chew now. on that stuff. I'm pretty scared. Okay, good. Don't. That plant is in the room. Yes. Okay. Well, hey, hey. In the USA, we have a lot of wild members of the nightshade family, such as Solanum dulcamara, the bittersweet nightshade. That one doesn't sound scary. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Did I not use enough vibrato? Solanum dulcamara. Okay, yeah, that's pretty much all it is. <laughs> okay, I'll try to use the right voice for it. But hey, side note, friends, uh, we're trying to use more of the cool Latin names for plants because they're more exact. But because Latin is a dead language, you can play around with pronunciation, and I'm going to get it wrong sometimes. So beware. <laughs> so let's talk American varieties Bittersweet nightshade That's actually like a wildflower to us It's Purple flowers are not bell shaped Or trumpet shaped They open up all the way past flat Like a daisy And stick backwards Kind of like a shooting star Kind of flower And the the sex organs of the flower The mm-hmm. pistil, the spathe Stamens, stamens That stuff all Hot. Not the spathe the, You know what I'm talking about um, Several beers, friends Be nice to me uh, Sticks out the other direction from the petals Oh wow! So you get this like arrow looking flower. Oh, interesting. And then they come in purples and they come in whites and they either make red or super black berries. Okay. They are less toxic than deadly nightshade used by Macbeth. Uh, Sweet nightshade. (laughs) Sweet nightshade. Black nightshade. Um, There's actually three different uh, blackberry producing nightshades that are so closely related they're kind of always talked about all together and these are all plants that grow in yards all over the place in the Midwest especially in disturbed soils they're pretty invasive but they won't take over your lawn they're just going to find their own niche and go wild so you might find them like vining up a fence under a tree or something like that okay don't eat berries that you don't know what they are. Spookily. <laughs> I'm not going to eat those. There's some people that yelled at me about uh, warning someone against nightshade because there's some plants in this family that have tasty berries. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll research it more. But I don't know enough to like tell you no. all the minute details. What so, is your life really going to be incomplete if you can't eat that particular like one berry? Just like, eat just nine of them it. and stop. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that's it. the actually crowd that, that wants to prove a point other than being like, good safety tip, just don't eat it if you don't know it. 
<laughs> like yeah. the yeah. practicality Christ. of it. Yeah. I'm tired of Nightshade getting a bad name. I don't know why I said that spooky too. <laughs> the whole month, that's all my responses are from the actual crowd. It's like, don't do that. All right, friends. The next plant I have on the docket is poison hemlock. Conium maculatum. It's oh, a good one. Uh, this is also a, a European plant and Irish common names include not, not just hemlock or poison hemlock, but the Irish common names include devil's beard and devil's porridge. Devil's porridge. Devil's porridge. That sounds like porridge. Uh, what I eat for breakfast. <laughs> is devil's porridge. Is that applesauce to you? <laughs> <laughs> Oatmeal with whiskey. <laughs> devil's porridge. Porridge. Okay, uh, it grows in dry to damp conditions, but not juicy standing water. This is in the Apiaceae family, famous for carrots. Ooh, carrots. Uh, Poison hemlock is how the philosopher Socrates chose to die, was with hemlock tea. The entire plant is poisonous. The roots are more concentrated than the rest of the plant. And uh, when animals, when livestock eat this, it can cause birth defects and <laughs> it can also Zika. kill your animals. That's pretty scary. Yeah. So six to eight fresh leaves of poison hemlock contain enough conium alkaloids to stop your breathing muscles and stuff. Whoa, six to eight leaves. Yeah. I don't have a good. That is potent. <laughs> it's. That's pretty freaky. Yeah, well, so Socrates was like, okay, if you're going to kill me, make me some of that sweet, sweet tea. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So, you know, sometimes uh, animals in the spring when the ground is like becoming softer because it's soggy or something, they will eat a whole plant and it can kill an animal in like 15 minutes or something. Kind of spooky. So that's the European species. We have a USA-based relative called water hemlock. (laughs) (laughs) And its name is Cicuta. C-I-C-U-T-A. But you say it Latin. And with more confidence than I'm able to muster at this moment. Cicuta. 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 If you know how to pronounce this name, (laughs) write to us. Send us an audio file. Criticize Verdant Dan on (laughs) Twitter.com. So our own water hemlock grows like eight feet tall in wetlands. It looks just like a wildflower called Queen Anne's Lace Mm. or like carrot flowers if you've seen them. Yeah. But it's huge. It's giant. Uh, (laughs) It's got a slightly different toxin that it has than poison hemlock. So the poison inside of the Chikuta poison uh, in the Chikuta plant, rather, is what I should have said. It's a neurotoxin that causes seizures, vomiting, and hallucinations. That does not sound too fun. I was going to say, it sounds like my kind of night. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, if you survive, you might get retrograde amnesia. My favorite. Ooh, so you won't remember that it was a bad experience. I don't know. You'll do it again. 
that's the worst part. It's like one of those horror movies where like you have to relive the same <laughs> awful day over and over. This isn't about Groundhog's Day. Yeah, I was just going to say is, Groundhog's Day. The this most is, terrifying movie ever made. You just forget what gave you poisoning and then you go grab the plant Actually, again. Actually, it's Groundhog to- Day, right? It's not Groundhog's Day. I wasn't saying. I, 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 I always say I it, it was, meant the day belongs to the. Ground I thought it was possession. Yeah, I thought Groundhog had that day. I think yeah. it's called Groundhog Day. Stop this nonsense! <laughs> wrong holiday. Wrong I always, holiday. I always say it wrong. It's, Whichever way is right, I say it the wrong. Comma, back to comma spooky S. holiday. Apostrophe S. Oh man, I'm not doing this right. <laughs> Spooky apostrophe yes. <laughs> Spooky groundhogs. People Ground using grammar day. wrong. <laughs> all right, let's all start over and do it exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're trudging through. Okay, lastly, the third scary poisonous plant that I have to share with you is Aconitum mm. napoleus. Monks, is that monkshood? Monkshood. Nice. Also called wolf's bane. But frankly, when I was researching this, it was also called mouse bane, woman's bane. Shitload of names. Anything you really want to kill. Devil's helmet. You ruin my joke. Every time, Dan, you mother. What was your joke? Let's hear it. Let's hear the joke. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were making jokes. I was going to end with, and lastly, the name devil's helmet. Where Randy was going to make his joke. Uh, sounds like a condom to me. And we've... Only- <laughs> <laughs> well, way to, way to kill the flow on that one there. <laughs> How do you guys have, like, telepathy that you're, like, setting each other up for this joke? We, we talked about it before. I think you were... <laughs> oh. Time out. That's it. I'm taking an alcohol break. Uh, we are now switching to a Waconia Brewing Company. Chocolate peanut butter porter. And I'm having some of this out of grumpiness that you ruined my spooky wiener joke. Whatever the next joke is that you're going to set up, I'll ruin that one, too. (laughs) (laughs) You bastard. I will say this is one of my favorite uh, beers since coming to Minnesota. It tastes like a, a nutty buddy. In liquid form. It's delicious. And it, it works. It's like drinking a Snickers, but not as sweet, which means yeah. I could do two instead of just one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really good. It's mainly distributed in Minnesota, so when you're here, come get it. Come to Minnesota. Drink our yummy treats. Trick or treat. That's Waconia Brewing Company. Wacon- okay, so... Aconitum napellius, monk's hood, wiener joke. Um, <laughs> the symptoms that this deadly poison, monk's hood. Okay, well, all right, let me back up. I'm getting ahead of myself. You flustered me. Way to go, Dan. You flustered me. <laughs> it's all the setup. <laughs> so monk's hood is actually a super beautiful purple flower, not unlike a delphinium. Yeah, it actually looks pretty cool. They are super pretty. Really blue. So they have these tall, spikes of purpley blue flowers all the way down all sides of this big spike and um, it has poison throughout all of the parts of this plant Uh, when you ingest any part of this plant you might get heart rhythm changes and then some numbness and tingling in your extremities then some gastrointestinal like nausea and vomiting problems, abdominal pain, even diarrhea. Spooky diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to do laundry. I was like, this also sounds like a night after Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> this episode is not brought to you by Olive Garden. <laughs> you might get diarrhea. Uh, inevitably, you will succumb to respiratory paralysis or heart attacks if you ingest monk's hood. So... Sounds pretty freaky. It is freaky. In the United States, it is very rare that people poison themselves accidentally with monkshood because we don't eat a whole lot of flowers. We don't grow a whole lot of monkshood. However, it is not uncommon to folks who use a lot of Asian herbal medicines. They will use that as an ingredient in different medications because they think that it can be good for your heart. If you have an irregular heartbeat, maybe you want to take some monk's hood to try and reset it. Or stop it. Don't do it, friends. Don't eat things you don't know the ingredients to. Nature's hard restart. <laughs> Nature's. You are not going to respawn at a different location. That's not how... Your computer won't turn back on after no, you push no. the power button on this one. <laughs> so that was that was a little freaky to me that if you're like, oh, just take this supplement. Surprise, it's poison. Don't do that. Um, I'm sure, I, I don't know, I'm sure. It's, Trust the FDA. Is that the no. moral of the story? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Sometimes. That's not the point of this episode. I'm Death supplement about... is my grindcore band name, though. <laughs> Death supplement? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but your grindcore band has to be dadcore themed. Oh yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing but PBRs and do 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 do. <laughs> Khaki shorts with cargo pockets. Grills all over the side. Ridiculous. All right, friends, that is all I have for spooky cursed plants that have been used for devious intentions throughout history. That's quite frightening. Did you like it? It's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. I didn't know that uh, how poisonous some of those plants were. You know. You know. Uh, like I, every time I hear about how po- a plant is poisonous, it's like, yeah, well, you have to eat like a pound of it. Not but not it, so. Not when it comes to these spooky boys. Devil's helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Make All sure right. to always wear your devil's helmet when you go out, kids. <laughs> <laughs> For your little devil. Well, after those cursed plants, let's talk about some blessed plants. Some blessed... Well, let's talk about one blessed plant. It's blessed by some and ignored by many. Thuja occidentalis, or occidentalis. I'm not sure. That's another one of those names that who knows? Two C's in a row? What do you do? Write Dan at Vernon Dan. and Dan, and I won't see it because I never log into Twitter. But... You do. You should do it all the same. Uh, also known as northern white cedar, mm. also known as arborvitae, also known as a bunch of other stuff. But this is the tree that grows in Minnesota, northern Wisconsin, northern Michigan, New York, Pennsylvania, uh, southeastern Canada. Awesome. Uh, right, basically around the Great Lakes. And then sort of like along the St. Lawrence Seaway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not uh, a true cedar, I guess you could say. There's the Cedrus genus of okay. cedars that are like native to the Mediterranean. This is the Thuja genus. Uh, we call it cedar. It still sm- it smells like cedar. Um, anyway, you know, maybe that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, grows uh, up to 50 feet tall. Wow. Three feet in diameter. 
Uh, the bark is reddish brown and it grows and it peels off in like kind of long stripes. Uh, it also has kind of a twist to it often. It, like the bark will twist as it goes up, um, hmm. which is pretty uncommon as far as tree bark goes. The foliage um, lays flat in these little scales that overlap each other. It's, it's pretty distinctive when you see it. Um, it reminds me of like juniper or those other kind of like super, super fine foliage evergreen plants. Yeah. Um, little waxy, little yeah. juicy. Yep. Uh, I also read that the branches, if the tree falls over, the branches sometimes just take root. That's pretty sweet. Isn't that kind of weird? Only to us here, like in the jungle, that happens all the time. Yeah. It'd be weird if my arm fell off and things grew up. My I grew up a new home, me. Akira! <laughs> Scary! Tetsuo! <laughs> Sorry. If you get that reference, I, I have no you. idea what's happening. You nerds. I award you 10 points. 10 points for Gryffindor? <laughs> that too. All right. 10 points for anime nerds. So it sounds like uh, as far as this tree goes, it's not really endangered. The biggest threat to this tree is like uh, overpopulation of deer. Huh. Because the deer will eat the foliage. So they'll just like eat all the foliage on the tree or like eat at the bark or, you know, whatever. Basically be little menaces. Menacee. Menacee. Menses. Vandals. Nope, that's different. Hooligans. <laughs> um, it is, as a lumber, it's super resistant to rot, um, but it isn't really used for building or construction because it is super soft and it has really bad um, screw holding capacity. Well, then what kind of cedar do they use for cedar shingles and cedar shakes? Uh, probably something from the Cedrus genus. Not Thuja. They might use, they might use, uh, the Thuja occidentalis, but it, they wouldn't, um, you wouldn't use it to like construct a building. You might use it for like, I suppose you could probably use it for shingles as long as it's not like bearing any weight or anything. Hmm. It's resistant to rot. And so like that is, you know, a cool thing about it. So yeah, it does have those outdoor uses. Okay. Uh, and it has a distinct cedar smell. Makes your laundry smell really good. It if you have a cedar does. closet or cedar chest, or sometimes people will put cedar in their laundry. Uh, it's also very important to the Ojibwe culture. It's like a sacred tree. Nice. Uh, for them. <laughs> it's blessed. Uh, it's like hollowed ground. It's like you're in a church when you're in a cedar forest. And bad stuff can't happen to you. That there you go. Moths won't eat your clothes. Yeah. yeah. Nature's mothballs. <laughs> uh, I also saw that there is a. Uh, it's called the witch tree. It's a particular individual of the species that grows Fast. up in Grand Portage, <clears throat> which is on the Canadian Minnesota border. Nice on Lake Superior, <clears throat> and. This tree was, like, first described by a French explorer in the 1700s. Jean-Baptiste Le Verandre? I don't know, probably. <laughs> but it's still there. 
and you can't just go up and see it. You actually have to be, it's like off limits or whatever, but you have to be accompanied by a local Ojibwe like band member to visit it. Nice. Witch tree on Grand Portage Reservation. I'm looking at it. Looks pretty cool. It looks like a witch tree. Which is it totally spooky. does look spooky and blessed. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's kind of what I got for. Uh, it's over 300 years old. Cedar trees. 300. Or I mean, blessed, blessed cedar trees. Yeah, I forgot blessed. which. You know how we were going, but it, it works out. <laughs> that's awesome. I had cedar tea when I was back in back in college when I was a canoe guide. Uh, you would take just the young tips from a cedar tree and boil them with like brown sugar and cinnamon in the in the water and make like a tea out of it. And mm. in theory, it's pretty high in vitamin C. Hmm. Good for your scurvy. Interesting. For those French trappers who are portaging and canoeing and selling beaver spooky canoe vitamin c deficient spooky french Not too many oranges <laughs> up there that's cool okay so that's one that you cannot build a walking stick yeah you don't well you could build a walking stick you, you wouldn't build a house out of it what would you build your house out of your blessed house what would you build it out of whatever's cheap <laughs> <laughs> priorities uh you guys, that we've talked about deadly plants and cool sacred plants and pumpkin bars and peanut butter porters and ciders. Covered a lot of ground. A lot of spooky ground. A lot of, a lot of spooky stuff. <laughs> you guys, that's a whole episode. Randy, roll the credits. Thanks for listening to Verdant North. Find our blog posts online at adverdantnorth.net. Find us on Twitter at Verdant North. And you can find us on Facebook by searching Verdant North. If you want to contact us but hate social media, you can email us at verdantnorthteam at gmail.com. You can hear this podcast through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Don't forget to like, rate, comment, and share the podcast. The more likes, ratings, comments we receive, the more visible this podcast becomes. We don't pay for advertising, and we don't have any networks backing us. So please, sharing our show with your friends, family, or just random people. Honestly, at this point, we will take anyone. Um... <laughs> Is the only way we get heard. Show it to the spooky monsters down the block. You know, all those guys. They want to listen to stuff. friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, if you like what you're listening to and feel like contributing, you can donate to us at ko-fi.com backslash North. That's ko-fi.com backslash North. ko-fi.com backslash North. Uh, you can find Caroline Holstrom on Twitter at Miss Zero Line. You can find Dan Hudson on Twitter at, at Verdant Dan. I didn't really have a zing for him today, so sorry, Dan. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter as well as at Marlon underscore Rando. Uh, special thanks to Brie Edison and Dewey Boo for graphics and artwork. And an extra big thanks to our webmaster, Corey Hartum, for making sure we exist Happy on birthday, the web. Happy birthday, Corey. <laughs> Happy spooky birthday. And as always, an extra, extra special thanks to Minneapolis Band Volcanus for allowing us to use their tunes, follow their hilarious video blog project on YouTube, and listen to them and our tribal band, Prozac Rat, on Bandcamp YouTube, and find them on Facebook. Thanks for listening, and always remember... It's okay, it's okay to, to get killed by plants. <laughs> yeah, get killed by plants. There you go. Trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs>